All right, welcome to the kickoff welcome party for the Coping Skills Crash Course. If you are watching this on the replay or listening to this on the podcast version, awesome, welcome. Um, if not, for you guys who are here live, you get a special treat because we get to have a conversation, which is awesome. Um, so I'm just going to share my screen and get this started. Right. There we go. All right. Um, if you guys um, who are here, if you could just let me know if you can see that okay, or if you can't, let me know that too. Um, I think that you guys should be able to see and hear and everything okay. All right. So welcome to the official first ever live with me round of the Coping Skills Crash Course. Um, if you didn't know already, I first created the Coping Skills Crash Course, oh gosh, um, I think three years ago, um, maybe two years ago. My timeline's off since the pandemic, <laughs> I think like most of us. Uh, but this was originally a, um, it was in November of 2020. So, about three years ago is when I did the first ever live like um training around this it was I believe a two-hour program we went through a lot of different things and since then it's grown from this to um it was 2020 right I knew it okay <laughs> so um it's grown from you know that live training into um a self-study recorded training um where people could like purchase and get access to the replay. And then it morphed into like this more robust um, self-study program. And then we added the workbook. And this year we've added like an actual live interactive version because coping skills, as you know, are meant to learn and grow as we learn and grow. Um, so the program is expanding too. We have a private podcast version now, which is really exciting. Um, so let's get into it. Okay. so. I am curious as we get started, if you can relate to any of these, um, this may sound familiar if you are on the live call. Um, so type yes in the chat if you relate to any of these. Um, what is your go-to response? Is it being a stress crier? It doesn't matter if you're excited, sad, angry, or frustrated, the tears just love to flow and flow and flow. Um, or are you a volatile volcano? Um, you're cool as a cucumber until that lava starts to overflow and then watch out because your fire is quite explosive. Um, people will get burned. <laughs> Are you the where oh. Oh no, just like jumped way ahead. I don't even know what just happened there. Well, let's get that back. Nothing like things going out of order, right? <laughs> Are you the worrier warrior? Um, you're never out of ideas or things to worry about. No worry, you'll think of think, think and think and think of something to worry about until you figured it out. Um, or are you the surprise gift? Um, your stress response is the gift that just keeps on giving. Will you cry it out today? Will you lash out at somebody? Um, maybe you'll just think and overthink things um, until you're just all worried out. Um, We've got definitely the warrior warrior. Um, I have been all of these at different points. 
Um, I think at this point in my life, I'm definitely more of a stress crier than anything else. Um, though this program is meant to help you learn different strategies to stay in control of your stress response. Um, so you are definitely in the right spot if you're here. Um, you are not alone. And welcome to the Coping Skills Crash Course through this live round, which is super exciting. Uh, I do have to just go over a few gentle reminders before we get into it. Um, and I am going to read over this because this is very important. Just a gentle reminder that social media is not psychotherapy and neither is this. This is a guided self-help program. Um, it is informed by myself as a therapist and as a human being, but this does not mean that I am your therapist. Um, that's a whole separate entity. Um, and we would need to have a what's called a therapeutic relationship and a literal contract for that and assessment and all of that. And it's um, bound by licensing laws, all sorts of different things. So that being said, this information is being provided only as educational and informational purposes. The topics being discussed are meant to be as self-help for your own usage. Uh, the information is to be used at your own risk based on your own judgment. And should you need to speak with a professional, you should find somebody who is local to you and contact them directly. If you want to read the full disclaimer, it is at mallorygrimsey.com backslash disclaimer. It's a lot of legalese about this, but these are kind of like the finer points. All right. Some other gentle reminders is I want you to be kind, be kind to yourself, be kind to others who are here as well. We are all doing our best and trying our hardest and learning and growing together. Um, it is so easy to be hard and harsh on ourselves and on each other, um, but what's that really going to get us, right? <laughs> so if you can just try your best to be kind, uh, we would really appreciate that. Um, point number two, stay curious. Um, it is really easy to kind of get locked into an idea or um, an experience, especially if we haven't been exposed to a different way of looking or thinking about things. Our emotions and our experiences are always meant to be informative and they usually come from a place of trying to keep us safe, safe from harm, more comfortable, right? So if you have an experience that is confusing or overwhelming or irritating, I want you to get curious about what that is trying to do or communicate to you and also stay curious and open to other ideas or solutions that you may not have been considering before. Um, I think all of us have had that experience where an adult in our lives has told us um, an idea or a solution and our initial impulse is like, that will never work, right? We just kind of shut it down. And then later we're like, oh, actually that did help, right? <laughs> so staying open that even if we think it might not work or it might not be for us, I think that's okay. And that may be the official response that works best for you, but also staying curious and open to other possibilities as well. And of course, to keep talking. I love to talk, I love to have conversations. We know that conversations and connecting and communicating is where healing happens. Um, it is like a foundational aspect of any sort of healing journey. Uh, so I want to make sure if you have questions, if you have insights or anything, please share them. Uh, we are here to have conversations. This is not meant to be me just talking at you. <laughs> if that was the case, you could just watch the videos and listen to the podcast version. But these calls are meant to have a conversation with each other. Okay, so what can you expect from these calls? Um, if you have been paying attention to your emails and in the program, um, you know that we're going to be talking about three different things. So we're going to be 
talking about your wins. Um, we're going to be sharing any challenges um, and we're gonna be going over any questions that you may have. Um, and I know um, we had one person who did submit ahead of time. So we'll go over those as well, but we can definitely talk about them live on these calls as well. And we will use this format on every single call. Um, the difference being since this is a welcome call, we, we're not gonna be going over the specific topics of that week, but moving forward, we will. Um, we're also going to be providing a sneak peek inside the Coping Skills Crash Course. Um, I did have some people reach out to me this week when I've been kind of sharing about being excited about the live round coming up and everything, um, that they, they were curious about what actually happens inside the program or what, what's actually going to be happening with this. So this is being recorded. It will be available in the Coping Skills Crash Course after this. Um, but I will also be sharing this call and this experience with people who may be interested in joining but need a little bit more information. So we'll be sharing a little bit of a sneak peek about what to expect in weeks coming up as well for this live round. Okay, so why do we do this? Um, this is the most up-to-date statistics from the CDC. Um, we know that so the most recent statistics are from 2021 because when it comes to research, it takes time to accumulate and assess um, and figure out what the data is trying to tell us. Um, so it takes time to go from collecting the data to publishing the data. So that's why there's um, about a two-year gap at this point, which is not bad. Some, some areas it's longer. <laughs> so the most up-to-date information on the statistics when it comes to adolescent mental health collected by the CDC, which is probably one of the more thorough programs, um, is from 2021. And they found at that time that more than four in 10 or 42% of students felt persistently sad or hopeless and nearly one third, 29% experienced poor mental health. This is very concerning. Even more concerning than that is that about almost 25%, one in five students seriously considered attempting suicide which is dying by their own will. Um, and one in 10 or about 10% actually attempted or took action on that. Um, one of the main motivators for me becoming a therapist and creating programs like this and creating the YouTube videos is I feel very strongly and passionate about wanting to help people know that there are resources and strategies that can help you tolerate the tough times in life. <clears throat> so here's the real problem. Um, healing is very uncomfortable. Feelings are necessary. And therapy is great, but it can be really hard to find the time or the money. Um, and that's why, you know, as a, oh, sorry, my, my printer making some noises. <laughs> um, sometimes our feelings can be like that too, right? If we're ignoring them, they're like, hey, pay attention to me. Um, oh, so um, it, is it okay if I say your name in the chat? I know we're going to be recording this, so I just want to make sure that you're comfortable. Um, if, if not, I won't use your name. But, um, you know, one person in the chat mentioned that I'm a mental health advocate, and to me, those stats are awful. Same. <laughs> I will say, I do think that part of it is 
compounded by the fact that this was in the process of experiencing a global pandemic. I think that there's definitely exacerbated some of those experiences for a lot of people. And by that, I mean, um, it definitely worsened or intensified some of those experiences. Um, it was a pretty sudden and um, difficult event for, for many people. And sometimes those experiences can be traumatic. Um, but the part of those experiences that we don't always get to talk about is that sometimes they can be transformative. Uh, and so, you know, my job is to help people find those transformational moments within the traumatic experiences or, or problems so that they can gain control over their emotions, over their life, over their experiences, and that it's not just happening to them or around them. Um, I hope that makes sense. Um, so that's really what drives me with a lot of this stuff. Um, we did have somebody who did reach out that appreciated following the YouTube channel um, and recommending those videos. Um, these things mean a lot to me because I put a lot of time, energy, and effort into those, and I do not get paid <laughs> for that. I only like very recently reached um, monetization status, and I say that like in quotes because I mean, I think I get like a deposit from. YouTube, I want to say three times a year because you have to wait until you accumulate a certain amount of money before it pays out. Um, so I am not making like mega bucks over here <laughs> to do this. Um, and I really do this out of the kindness of my heart because this stuff is really important to me. I wish that this was way more accessible to everybody. Um, and as somebody who works for a living in this, um, I know how meaningful and impactful these strategies can be, um, but I'm also one person and I can only see so many people. And so I want to spread that impact the best that I can, which is also what motivated creating this program because um, especially during the pandemic and like that 2021 year, I totally understand where those statistics are coming from because I was overly full, I was overly booked, I was opening time slots that I really didn't have the energy or time to be seeing people, but I, there was a need. And I think most therapists were doing that because um, it was just very hard to find the people who were a good match for the problems and experiences and having opening and availability. <laughs> um, I wish there were more of us out there. And so if you're considering um, working in the field of mental health, I'm all for that. Okay, so before we get started, I would love to get to know each other a little bit better. So if you can share in the chat, um, this is how I start all of my therapy groups actually. Um, today I feel and share how you're feeling today and something that you are grateful for. We always start off with how we're feeling and what we're grateful for because it just kind of lets us all know where we're starting at um, just from um, an emotional standpoint, but also getting us in the mood of, you know, not just focusing on the problems or the difficulties, but also, you know, where are those spotlights to be grateful? Um, so while you guys are typing those out in the chat, so I'm just gonna write that here. Okay, so today I feel, and I am grateful for, while you are typing that out, I'm gonna just keep talking um, and share my journey a little bit. So this is little Mallory circa like first grade. 
Um, and I did share some of those in the YouTube video about my journey from being a stress crier to a therapist. And that is that I have always been a very emotional person. Um, when I was younger, I was called sensitive and a crybaby. Now I describe that as being very passionate and attuned to my emotional experiences. And I think that when I was a kid, it was very easy and quick to dismiss my emotions. Um, and that was the experience and the messages that I got that um, they weren't useful, they weren't great at communicating what I needed, um, but they did get my needs met enough that my mind and my body was like, oh, we cry to get what we need, or we cry to get people to take us seriously. But then there was this counteractive effect where people were dismissing anything that I had to say because my emotions kind of took over the experience. Now, emotions, I know, and you know, are meant to be informative, they are meant to be useful, they are meant to communicate, um, but staying in control in how we listen to and attune to and communicate our emotions is gonna give us the biggest bang for our buck. I actually did not even hear about coping skills until grad school. <laughs> that was not a common term at all. So y'all are very, very lucky that um, you have come across my, my channel and my program um, where we talk about coping skills all the time. It is a hot topic of this program. It's literally the coping skills crash course, right? Um, and if you've taken a dive into this already, you know that coping skills are the things that we do to hang in there through a problematic experience. And we will go much into that later in this program and over these um, next few weeks. Um, yeah, so that is where we're at. I will say that your feelings will not last forever, um, but getting through them, that's where coping strategies and coping skills come through. Okay, so we've got, um, uh, and Michaela, thank you for giving permission to use your name. Um, Michaela said that they're feeling anxious and they're grateful for music and their mom. I love that. Um, what sort of music have you been listening to? I'm always on, on hunt for like, I'm gonna guess, is it Miranda Lambert? <laughs> <laughs> um, or just music in general. Um, or maybe it's not listening, maybe it's playing music. That was my assumption, right? <laughs> um, and you can feel free if you want to come off mute and respond to that, or if you want to type it, that's totally fine. Um, I know for myself, I've been really on like um, a Beyonce and Taylor Swift kick lately. I kind of like go between like, I like lo-fi and gentle, but I also like, I need to just like dance it out kind of stuff. Sometimes I need to like heavy metal. Um, yep, you can unmute if you want. Um, you don't have to, but it's up to you. Um, I'll give you a moment. Guilty. Guilty as charged. <laughs> nice. <laughs> Is it Miranda Lambert? Yes. Oh, I knew it. <laughs> That's awesome. <laughs> yeah, so I should have mentioned this earlier, but if you want to at any point like come off mute and like share anything, like feel free or type it in the chat, whatever, whatever works for you. I was thinking, does she not want us to talk? She just wants to use the chat? Nope, I, it's all, all of this. So, um, I'm gonna just make a note for myself to add that 
to the slides for next week that you can unmute if you want. <laughs> yeah. awesome. All right, so let's get into the win. So these can Cause be- I oh, felt so stupid. I was like, I said, wow, she recognized me. <laughs> and she's, <laughs> I was saying all this stuff whenever I got on there with you and I was like, Wait, it's muted. She can't hear me. <laughs> oh, you were responding? Yeah. Oh, oh my goodness. I'm so sorry. I didn't even realize that. I, um. I was, <laughs> and I looked down in there little corner and the microphone has splashed it. I was like, God, I'm an idiot. <laughs> oh no, you're not an idiot at all. Oh, what were you saying before? I was like, I tried to be the first one here. Oh. <laughs> I got on here as soon as I got your email. Oh, perfect. Good. I'm glad that they're going through and everything. Um, technology is not always my friend, <laughs> so that's helpful. Um, I basically grew up with it. Yeah. <laughs> awesome. Yeah, so we'll get right into the win. So these can be really anything that you accomplished because um, we want to celebrate together. Um, and I know, you know, Michaela, um, thank you for filling out the form. So if you want, I did print it out well, um, beforehand. So I don't know if I'm you glad remember. You got it. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. But um, you can also, you know, what are your wins? What, what have you been accomplishing so far? Well, I got through a hard week first of the month. <laughs> mm -hmm. Yeah. What helped you get through it? I just had to ride it out, really. Yeah. Sometimes nothing works. Yeah. Yeah. Sometimes just surviving and like living through it is yeah. the best we can do sometimes. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I would say, you know, something that was like a big win for me was getting all of this stuff done in time for today because um, it has been a week. <laughs> I feel that. <laughs> I was like pushing it today, like putting the final touches on this. I was like, oh my goodness, I hope I can do this. <laughs> I could tell by your Instagram stories. Yeah. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I was right. thinking. She's pushing herself a little too hard. Always, right? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So that's um, a good opening to go into our challenges. So challenges can be any struggles or obstacles that you encountered in the way, because um, we want to help unlock those challenges together. So what sort of challenges or struggles can we help with today? I have a lot of trouble with trauma. Mm -hmm. What's so, been most challenging with that? I have problems with flashbacks and nightmares, panic attacks, mm -hmm. and dissociation. Gotcha. So your mind and your body really likes to let you know, huh? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So uh, that's actually, oh, that's God. actually the whole reason I got the course, because I was needing some extra support. <laughs> oh, good. Well, not good that you needed that extra support, but I'm glad it's here and available for you. 
Um, that's exactly why I created this program. Um, so with like, uh, go ahead. And I was like, Mallory's helped me get through a lot. <laughs> oh, that's so sweet. So <laughs> I know she's a good girl. Yeah, I went for it. I will say, um, I, I love that you're attributing some of that to me, but ultimately, I mean, you're the one who is living and applying all this stuff. I'm just providing the information. So you should really give yourself credit on that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so with, um, with the challenges of, of going through this, um, what would you say is like, the most problematic aspect right now, if you feel comfortable sharing that. Shit, my mom's coming back in the house. <laughs> Do you mind if I close my room door? Of course, yeah. <laughs> I mean, these are, um, you know, your guys' experiences. So if you need to like leave, go some water, like whatever, that's fine. <laughs> yeah. It's like, I don't like me going and me talking about things. Yeah, that's okay. So um, let me ask you this. Um, what have you tried already that has helped? Um, and what have you tried that you know does not help? I've tried just about everything that my therapist has given me. Mm -hmm. I've tried the deep breathing, mm -hmm. rubbing stuff that's rough, smelling nasty, whatever. Mm -hmm. So a lot of like sensory things. Yeah. Um, and has anything been especially helpful, even if it isn't always like the most impactful? I'm struggling to find anything that's really grounding like. Okay. So I would Definitely. Um, how far into the lessons have you gotten so far? At least two, module two. Okay. Great. So um, the next module is really kind of going into the different strategies a little bit more um, into that module three. So if you wanted to like skip ahead to that to get some additional ideas, you could. Um, but you'll probably remember in like, module two and like week two, we talk a lot about um, having more than one coping strategy, um, having like at least six to eight. Um, because if you're if you're struggling with a lot of things or a lot of stress at once, like having a few might be okay for something like it's like a little like, um, like I usually use the example of misplacing my glasses, right? <laughs> yeah, I remember that. Yeah, it always is like, oh my gosh, we're here again. Um, I remember that video. <laughs> yeah, 
Yeah, um, it is like almost a daily struggle for me. But uh, I know, I know what works. I like just kind of go on autopilot and I always find them. <laughs> there is a right where I left them, right? Um, yeah. Just trying so, to back. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So something like that, having like one or two strategies is like more than enough to be able to get through that and figure it out and like manage that stress and move on with my day. It doesn't like set me off or run around or anything. But if I were going into the day and that happened and I, um, like my dog had an accident and I had to clean it up, like that's stressful and aggravating and inconvenient. Um, the hot water isn't working. So I wasn't able to shower. That's inconvenient. Now I'm, I'm feeling gross and icky, right? Um, it probably, it probably make me mad because I don't like the smell. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> yeah. And then like there's just like you know something else gets in the way and then I misplace my glasses like on the surface like okay I just need to misplace my glasses like I always deal with this with no problem but I've kind of built up that stress and that um anger because <laughs> I would also be angry um that that might be where like I've, I've reached my tipping point and I'm like what the heck right and I might have a reaction that I wouldn't typically have so that's where having like, especially if you're dealing with multiple stressful challenges, um, having a few different coping strategies that you can kind of like roll through, because it's going to take a little bit more than just like that one or two. Um, so I'm hoping when you get to that lesson that um, you can kind of like build up and accumulate and try a few different more. Um, and it should be able to also help you match it to whatever circumstance you're needing support around. Uh, does that make sense? Yeah. Great. Um, anything else on the challenges area that anybody wanted to share or say? I believe I'm the only one here. Yeah, yeah. I do think part of it is like the timing of these calls, but- um, Yeah, I'm the only one here. Yeah, but this will be, you know, in the replay. And so if people, can't make it live or anything they can also like share in the forums too um but I'm glad that you're here Michaela <laughs> thank you <laughs> okay so questions so these are any questions um that you may still have um so we're not magic genies here so we're just gonna do our best to answer the questions that anyone has to the best of our abilities um so Michaela do you have any questions about anything so far? I know um, there was a question about having a hard time getting self-soothing skills to work um, at the beginning of having a flashback. So I did wanna talk about that a little bit in here too. Um, so with self-soothing skills or strategies, these are typically, if you haven't gotten to that lesson yet, we will be talking about that more in, um, I think week three. Um, and self-soothing skills, if you're not familiar, these are the strategies that we use to literally relax or address our physical responses to stress. Uh, so our feelings 
are our physical responses that let us know what we are emotionally experiencing. So somebody who's feeling nervous might have, um, you know, the physical response of like a little butterflies in their stomach. Maybe they feel sweaty in their armpits. Um, maybe they feel I a little up, jittery. I mm -hmm. end up getting a really bad hot flash before a panic attack. Yes. Yeah. So I love that you already know your body responses because that will make it a lot easier to figure out um, the strategy to match it. Um, so I've if suffered you, with anxiety for years. <laughs> so you're well acquainted, well familiar. <laughs> You've gotten a little extra practice, it sounds like. <laughs> Unfortunately. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So the nice thing is, you know, you already have an understanding of what your body's responses are. So then you can match the strategy to it. So if you're somebody who gets really hot or hot flashes before it starts, you're going to want to try to cool down your body temperature in some sort of way. Um, have you tried any of those strategies? Yeah. Okay. Great. Which, um, what kind of cool down strategies have you tried? You'll probably think this is funny, but I usually try to stick myself in the freezer. Oh, that's great. I love that. <laughs> yeah. I, um, I had somebody once tell me, uh, so I'm based in Connecticut, so it can get a little snowy and cold here in the winter. Um, and there was we had like a really bad snowstorm a few years ago where like everything like shut down for the week. It was like, not great uh but during that snowstorm there was you know the person that I was working with was feeling like really angry and like feeling uncomfortable feeling like stuck in the house and everything and so they um decided to go outside in shorts and a t-shirt and literally cool down and then they came back and they felt great <laughs> I've done that before <laughs> yeah yeah so <laughs> Um, doing anything to quickly or easily decrease your body temperature is awesome. So if you know ahead of time that you're going to be walking into a situation or on your way to um, a situation that's feeling like it could be anxiety provoking, doing stuff proactively to help cool down your body temperature would be great too. Like having um, a cool bottle of water that you can take with you. Um, if you're driving in the car, like putting the air conditioner on you, um, all of that stuff is great. Yeah. Just living in the house can be anxiety provoking for me. <laughs> mm, yes, me too, especially after the lockdown stuff. I'm like, get me out. <laughs> uh, I have a fear of men. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so um, with the self-soothing strategies, um, you can concentrate on one or more of your five senses, um, or you can also incorporate in movement or creative expression. And I go a little bit more into that into week three. Um, so part of it can be like matching the strategy to it, but I'm also wondering too, with the um, getting the self strategy or self-soothing skills to work, when I'm um, beginning to have a flashback, if part of it is sometimes when we're already like having the experience and working on having less of those experiences, like when it's happening and we try to like 
fight it versus rolling with it in a way that we feel comfortable, um, it may make the flashback or the panic attack worse. I know it's counterintuitive, uh, but we talk a lot about the idea of rolling with the resistance. Um, are you familiar with that idea? No. It's kind of like the, um, like have you ever seen like a parent with a young child sometimes and like, you know, the child's like having like a tantrum or something like that. The parent goes, well, okay then, right? And they just kind of are super agreeable um, and it usually chills the kid out. Um, we can do that with our emotional experiences too, where, okay, our anxiety, our flashbacks, whatever it is, they're giving us like a problem and they're like really ringing the alarm, like very, very loudly, right? Um, if we try to be like, shh, quiet, yada, yada, like that, sometimes that can work and that can be enough. But if it's not working and it's just getting louder and more uncomfortable and more intense, um, kind of rolling with it a little bit and like, okay, we're gonna um, panic, but we're gonna make this a comfortable panic. Uh, it sounds like the, like a little bit strange, but it's almost kind of like if you were to have a seizure, um, there's not much that you can do to, like once a seizure is happening, um, you have to kind of let it happen. And so you do your best to like get the person laying down, um, making sure that they're not like hitting their head or, or anything like that um, and making them as physically safe and comfortable as can be until the seizure completes. Um, now, I hope that's not what's happening here, of course, but while you are working on some of the other stuff, um, trying to make the experience as comfortable and as safe as you can will help to, in the long run, make it less significant and severe for you. So have you come at it from that perspective before? No, I never even thought about that. Yeah, it... Um, there's a lot around like self-compassion, <laughs> which I think all of us tend to struggle with. <laughs> um, are you familiar with the butterfly hug? Okay. I've heard the term, but I never knew what it was. So it is um, a strategy. I think it comes from EMDR. Um, but it's where you literally um, place your hands on opposite shoulders and you lightly tap. You don't want to like hit yourself, like that's painful, but you just kind of <laughs> light, lightly tap um, on one side and then the other side slowly. And so that is one pass when you do one and then the other. Um, and if you do that about six to eight times, so you do one tap, other side, Next side, the other side, you do that slowly, about six to eight taps. That's called a butterfly hug, and it incorporates um, what's called bilateral stimulation or BLS, um, which is having both sides of your body, both sides of your brain, left and right, talk to each other. And it, it's very grounding. You can couple this 
with telling yourself um, positive, kind words. Um, these can be affirmations. These can be reminders. Um, it can be validating. Like, so you could say something like, I am safe. And you could be saying, I am, like, I'm in my office right now. So like saying like the space that you're in, like, I'm, I'm in my room, I'm in school, I'm in wherever you are, I'm in the car. Um, wherever you are, it could be something like that. It could be saying, I'm having a hard time. Um, but saying something like that while you're doing that nice and slow can help to re-regulate our nervous system um, and make it a little more gentle. So that's kind of like the, the rolling with it a little bit, not fighting it, but like, what can we do to make this a little cozier so that it doesn't have to get so loud and uncomfortable? Any other questions? All right, so we're gonna go on to giving a sneak peek into what is coming up over this live with me round of the Cooking Skills Crush Course. Um, so we um, definitely like the purpose of this program is I want you to be able to focus on all the things that you love and enjoy, coping skills can definitely make that happen. Um, it would be awesome if you could stop randomly stress crying in places like in class, right? Um, I know myself, I had a horrible experience. It was almost like exactly like twice a year, I would just have an emotional outburst, always in the middle of class, always. Um, even when I got older, like with a boss or something like that, it doesn't happen anymore because I use my coping skills. Uh, but there was a point where it was just kind of like, I thought this was my life and I just had to accept it until I got to grad school. And I was like, coping skills, what? Nobody ever said this to me. <laughs> um, and also saying goodbye to those annoying fights with your parents, because when you are in control of your emotional experience, you're able to clearly communicate and hang in there through those uncomfortable conversations, um, which decreases the fighting. Because if you can communicate and hear those responses, even if they're not what we want to hear, um, it makes those conversations much more connecting and less um, trying to like prove your point. So we have, if you're not already familiar, and like Michaela, I know you are because you've already taken a dive into the course. Um, you can either do the video lessons or the private podcast or both. We've got that um, new for this year, which is exciting. There is um, a guided workbook where you can reflect and take notes to get the most out of this program. We've got a lot of activity worksheets in there too. And in the different um, lessons, I also include a little blurb about what page in the workbook corresponds with that lesson. If there is one, not every lesson has a corresponding activity. Um, and new for this year, we're also gonna be doing these live recap calls and Q and A's um, every single week. Um, all right. So I know, you know, teens like you have definitely come in, into this program and they've said things like, especially when it comes to coping skills, um, I didn't think this would help, but it did, which is always like a cool thing. Um, I love hearing when people are like, you don't make me feel stupid because 
I often felt that way. And I really hope that I'm not making anybody feel stupid. Um, and you don't just tell me try something and that's it. You explain it and tell me why it's supposed to work. I think it's very, very important. Like if it was as simple as like, here's a strategy, here's a solution, go and do it. Um, I think more people would be doing this on their own. But I if think it was that easy, it'd be nice. Oh my goodness, it would be awesome. <laughs> <laughs> I would have a whole different career path. <laughs> yeah, I think we'd have a much um, kinder and chill world too. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I do think it's important though to have an understanding about why these strategies are being recommended and what is the evidence behind them working because if you can appreciate and understand where they're coming from it's gonna not only help you remember them a little bit more but it's also gonna help you be able to find for yourself like oh that's a strategy that will work for me like mm, that's not really my jam right because uh, ultimately there's like probably an infinite number of coping strategies that exist out there like we could never ever name them all in here um in terms of like particular to everybody's situation so being able to get the information about what aligns with what you need and your personality or whatever situation you're in is going to be really important so i try to give you uh, I try my best not to overwhelm or overload with information. I get very nerdy with this stuff. So sometimes I get very detailed. So just reel me back in if you're like, all right, I got it. Um, <laughs> but I, I would rather you have more information than not enough information on this stuff. Okay, so in week one, I just have my notes here so I don't forget anything. So next week is week one, and that is where we are going to get this part started. So we're going to um, talk about you know, are you ready to take control of your emotions and start feeling happier and less stressed? So this week we'll start with some gentle reminders because you deserve to say kind to yourself. So even more gentle reminders than the usual. Um, next, we explore one of the most underrated but best kind of break, which is via breaks. Um, and we'll finish up with the iconic, wouldn't it be nice reflection. Um, this will help you feel refreshed, energized and focused and keep you on track with why your starting this program. Um, then in week two, we've got coping skills 101. So now you're ready to discover the power of coping skills. Um, but first, you got to get clear on what coping skills are and what they are not. Uh, we want to make sure that we set our expectations that we're all on the same page with this. Um, then you got to figure out how to tell if they're actually working for you or not. Because like we talked about, just because something is a coping strategy and an available option, doesn't mean it's going to be the best for you or best for a particular situation. And again, coping skills are meant to change and grow as we change and grow and our needs change and grow. Um, so that's okay. It's always good to kind of check in. Is this helping? Is this hurting? Um, and then you'll also discover the four different types of coping skills that you need to survive problematic thoughts, urges, and emotions. Then in week three, um, we've got the coping skills breakdown. Um, so we'll take a deep dive into the four types of coping skills, which um, I believe, Michaela, that's about where you're at. Um, so these, the four different uh, types of coping skills, I've broken them down similar to how dialectical behavior therapy or DBT breaks them down because I really love the way that they do this. And that is with distraction, self-soothing, 
improving the moment or crisis survival. And we'll go into a deeper dive into those on that call um, in week three as well. Then in week four, um, this is where it all starts to come together and this is creating your coping ahead plan. So you already know that life is hard. Stressful situations are absolutely gonna happen even when you know the best coping skills, um, which at this point you definitely will because you're a smart cookie and you've already enrolled in the coping skills crash course and done week three. <laughs> <laughs> so that's another thing I was wondering about. Yeah. Coping ahead plans. Mm -hmm. uh, what about them? How would you make one of those? Oh, well, that is what week four is all about. So I literally, um, so in that first lesson, we talk about like the different parts of the coping ahead plan. But in um, that second lesson, it's literally a walkthrough about putting it together. Um, but before you can put that together, you're going to have to know what your coping strategies are because you're going to have to fill that out first. That's like step one. Um, I believe there are... I have to double check. I always, uh, numbers are, I'm not great with. I think there are six different parts to the plan. They kind of go in order. Um, so we always want to try to always start with um, identifying any stressful event or any stressful um, situations that we know are already happening or could be happening in the near future so that then we can create that coping ahead plan around that. Um, if you want it, to like jump ahead a little bit, Michaela, you totally could. Um, there's a workbook that you can follow along in there too, but um, we'll be doing that like way more in depth in week four. Um, and it's also helping you create that plan too. I literally have a walkthrough on that, but um, I'm thinking perhaps in that live call, depending on like who's here and how much time we have, we might do like an actual live walkthrough too. Um, is that helpful to get you started on that? Yeah. Okay, great. Um, and then the final week. Um, Sorry, I'm just, I'm like, ooh, I'm going to ask her this. I'm going to ask her that. I'm blah, 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 blah. What? I'm full of questions. I'm oh, making no. fun of myself. I love it. I want the questions. <laughs> if you have this question, other people have this question too. So this is good. <laughs> yeah. um, I'm just making fun of myself. Oh. <laughs> yeah. Well, then the final week we have we um let's recap and celebrate. So uh you made it to the final week, which is exciting. So we'll have like a little celebration for that. Um you get all the coping skills in one spot. Now this is only in the um student portal because it's a printable so it's not in the podcast version so if you're listening to this on the podcast make sure to check out that lesson too um and so while um all the coping skills are amazing we know that they're not one size fit all magic solutions so we'll also review what to do if it doesn't work or it's not working as well and kind of troubleshooting some of those things so that you can stay motivated on your mental health journey um Plus, I mean, we're all busy. It can be hard to kind of pause and celebrate and like acknowledge like, hey, I did a hard thing and I'm okay. I'm still living. <laughs> so we want to celebrate your progress because um, you did it, which is exciting. So 
if all this did was remind you of the skills that you already know work, help you create and share your own coping ahead plan, whether that is for one situation or multiple different situations, um, think of new ways to deal with tough times and help get your parents off your back and trusting you more. Um, I would absolutely call that a win. <laughs> These are all the things that I hope y'all get out of this program. Now, of course, just because this is what I intend and hope for, you know, I'm not a miracle worker. Um, and if you are finding any roadblocks on that, that's what these calls are for, to help to adapt and adjust and grow these different lessons. So please, please ask away. Um, like Michaela, no need to make fun of yourself. That's what these calls are for. <laughs> so please all the questions, all the wins, all the challenges. I want to hear them all. <laughs> <laughs> um, so of course it is your choice. Um, I have a ton of information on the YouTube channel that you can scroll and share and peruse through. Um, I have at this point, I believe over 250 videos and that will be growing over time as well. Um, so, a lot of this stuff is in there. Um, you can definitely do your own research on this. You can certainly go to grad school and become a therapist too. Um, <laughs> there's a I've actually thought open. about that. You'd probably be a really good one, Michaela, um, especially because like, you know it, you've been on both sides, right? <laughs> we definitely need more therapists. So if that's something that you're open to, I'm all for that. <laughs> Um, I just well, don't feel like I can handle college right now. Yeah. Well, there's, I mean, there's no rush, right? <laughs> yeah. Um, there was actually somebody in my grad school program. It was their third career. They actually, uh, I think, I think she actually turned 70 in the program. Um, so she was already in her 70s when she graduated from grad school. And um, she was like trucking along. So, I mean, it is never too late. <laughs> <laughs> Um, you know, the other choice is you can certainly join us. I know, Michaela, you made the decision to join. Um, so far, how's it been for you? Have, have you gotten a lot of use out of it? Has it been what you were expecting? Anything we could help with that? It has helped me. Great. I'm super, super glad to hear that. Yeah. So you can join us in the Coping Skills Crash Course. Um, <laughs> I would choose that, obviously. <laughs> but part of the reason why you know I created this program and put it all together is to make it a little more manageable and organized. Um, you know, YouTube, we have to kind of play by YouTube's rules a little bit with that kind of stuff. But with this program, um, it's set up to be more of kind of a learning, growing experience rather than a like quick like solution band-aid sort of thing, which is what a lot of YouTube videos indicator too. <laughs> um, yeah, YouTube likes to have their big legal nonsense. Oh, yes. <laughs> Just like <laughs> anything, right? But I will say YouTube is for all the social media platforms that exist that I am aware of. Um, I've really been very thrilled with the way that YouTube has been very responsible. They now have that like healthcare um shelf so like if you actually are a licensed healthcare provider it differentiates that versus somebody talking about mental health <laughs> whereas like some other platforms um one of which rhymes with micmoc um anybody can like 
throw a 10 second clip up there and it could be total nonsense and very helpful. <laughs> so I will say yeah. I do appreciate what they've done for that. I think they, they do the best that they can to be responsible. And I'm very appreciative as a professional. <laughs> yeah, the last, yeah, the last time I watched you on YouTube, you had this little blue box below your video. Yeah. I was like, I was like what did they do? Yeah, it was cool. I was like excited when I first saw that as an option. I was like, because oh, that's been like my biggest grievance because anybody can go on there and say whatever, um, which is great. And that's like totally their call. Um, but some of this stuff, man. <laughs> yeah, sometimes I come in to um, like, you know, meet people for an assessment or something and they're like, you know, I think I have autism because I roll my eyes sometimes. I'm like, mm, <laughs> that's not the only feature. I'm like, well, I saw a TikTok about it. I'm like, yeah, that's not enough. <laughs> so let's sometimes, talk about it. <laughs> sometimes I roll my eyes just to show my disgust when I'm mad. Right. There's lots of reasons that somebody might roll their eyes. It doesn't necessarily <laughs> mean that it's a condition. <laughs> yeah. So, um, for those, I know, McKinley, you know all of this already, but for those who are going to be listening or watching this later, I just kind of want to go through everything that's included. So we've got, you know, the self-paced bite-sized videos. They're very quick and short, and I do that on purpose because we are busy. Um, and you can go back and refresh if you need to. It's a lot easier than trying to scroll through an hour-long video. <laughs> we've got the 30-page guided workbook, which will probably grow and expand over time too. But for now, this is where we're at. Um, we've added the private podcast, so you can listen on the go if you're taking your mental health walk <laughs> or exercising or driving in the car whatever driving the school bus um for the month of may for mental health month we are going to be doing these live video group calls there is so the way that the thursdays line up um there is one in june but mostly may <laughs> um we're going to be adding more vib uh, VIP guest session. So we have one in there already from Kelsey Torgerson Dunn, who um, is a dear colleague of mine who uh, wrote When Anxiety Makes You Angry. Awesome, awesome book. Um, I wrote the foreword. <laughs> I was like, you want me to read I read, it? <laughs> I seen that and I had to read that foreword. <laughs> okay. yeah, and then of course you get access to all the future course updates. Um, and as you've already heard and seen, um, we're every single year, we're looking to grow and share more about what would be most helpful and meaningful for you. So if you ever have any requests or um, ideas for what would be useful, um, all about it. <laughs> and so, you know, today's price, and um, this may change, but as of today, this is, what is today? April 27th, 2023, um, this is, only four hundred and ninety-seven dollars. Um, if you pay in full, we do also. Oh, we have some special gifts too. Um, in there, like the positive affirmations. We have guided meditations, which we will be adding to as well. Um, I did promise recently about doing a live guided meditation. Um, oh, I, I realized I misspelled that. I'll have to update that. Um, but um, I haven't picked the date for that yet. So stay tuned for that. Um. And of course, the self-care bingo cards. Uh, we also do have a payment plan available. Um, so if you want to get started, but you don't have the, the full money right here and now, 
um, you can break that into three equal monthly payments of $197. Oh, what was that, Mikhail? My cat. Oh, sorry. <laughs> yeah, so, um, you know, if you do, if you are able to pay in full, you get a little bit of a, a discount um, since it's only one processing. Um, but if you break it into the monthly payment plan, um, it does work out to be just like slightly a little bit more, but that's just to kind of even out the expenses for offering that payment plan. Um, I just want to remind people, because I've had questions about this, that this is not a subscription or a membership. You get access for the full lifetime of the program, which means that if you do sign up for the payment plan option, um, you are responsible for making all three payments, even if you decide to stop using the course after the second month or, or whatever. Um, so before we officially wrap up, um, I would love to know your top takeaways and one thing. So what was your top takeaway from today? And this is something that I actually do with um, my therapy clients, and I thought it would be really fun to do here too, is talk about, okay, what is the one thing that you want to work on between now and the next time that we meet? And it doesn't even necessarily have to be related to anything that we've talked about today. It's something that will be meaningful and helpful to your own healing journey. Like I had somebody who often would um, say their one thing that they wanted to work on between now and next time was working on their cosplay because it made them feel better about themselves. So I was like, hey, you do you, love it. <laughs> <laughs> so what would you say your top takeaway is from today? I'm gonna be using the coping skills you gave me. Oh, great. Awesome. Which one will you try first? Butterfly hug. I love that. Awesome. Yeah. And just keep in mind, you know, it might not be like the game changer or whatever, but like you try it and it, if it helps, great. Keep doing it. If you try it and you're like, this isn't really like working for me, you just knocked out one more option that you don't have to keep trying. <laughs> <laughs> On what is the one thing that you will work on between now and next time? I'm trying to learn to sing a new song Miranda has, Waxahachie. Nice. Awesome. <laughs> I suck at singing it. <laughs> oh, yes. Like, suck or be perfect. Like, it's all to have fun, right? <laughs> I wrote, I forgot to share my top takeaway. My top takeaway is um, I need to remember to remind people to unmute if they want to talk. <laughs> I feel embarrassed about that, that I didn't mention that. Do you um, want me to email you next Thursday to remind you? <laughs> I'm actually, when I log off here, I'm gonna try to take care of that like right away. <laughs> um, and I will say the one thing that I plan on working on between now and next time is allowing myself to kind of take a break over the weekend. Um, sometimes I have all these ideas, especially right now I'm in like creativity mode because we're doing this new thing. I'm like, oh, I have this idea. Let me like do that or work on that. And I'm just gonna try and chill out. Yeah. Hey, sorry, I've been out in the rain. So, any other final thoughts or questions or anything um, 
before we officially part ways for yeah. today. What the heck? Did you Here. say yeah? Okay. Yeah. All right. Well, I just want to say thank you so, so much for hanging out with me and coming to this uh, live with me. And if you are catching this later, thank you for that, too. If you have any questions or concerns, you can definitely fill out that feedback form and I will get that and review that. Um, otherwise, I hope to see you next week. Same time, same place. Well, different place, actually, because it'll be a different link. Um, oh, and I forgot to mention that. So those links will be going out. Um, you can get the calendar, the Google calendar, um, through the link that I sent out today in the email. It's in the student portal as well. If you want to subscribe to that, you'll get the notifications there. But I'll also be sending out the link the morning of and the time that we go live. Um, so I hope to see you all next Thursday. Have a great week. Okay. You too. Bye. Bye.